Hello and welcome back to the Google Workspace Update podcast from Strawberry 7. My name is Adam. And my name is Adam. We're here to bring you the latest updates around everything that's happening in Google Workspace. This podcast is here every Monday and is available from your regular podcast provider. We also have a video version of this podcast available on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Strawberry 7. Let's get to it. On with the show. Adam, I see you're in uh, different attire today. I am indeed, yeah, and you are also in different attire today as well, Adam. So for anybody watching our video podcast, uh, you'll see that we are dressed out of uniform today. Um, it's a little bit unusual. I'm away at a trade show, and we're actually filming this um, and recording this on a Saturday, and um, Adam is not in his uniform because it's a Saturday. It's not a work day for us. <laughs> so we're uh, we're both out of uh, out of uniform, but in clothes, thankfully for our viewers. So. <laughs> yes. uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get on with the uh, with the updates here, Adam. And um, yes, please kick off. I think with a Google Sheets update. We've got some update looks, haven't we? Is that right? We we have a couple of little update looks today, and the first two, in fact, are for Google Sheets. With Smart Canvas, you're currently able to quickly add people and files into Google Sheets with smart chips on the web. Starting this week on mobile, these chips are treated like linked text and will show relevant hover cards and context menu items. Oh, nice. Okay, so this has been available on Google Docs for quite a while, hasn't it, that you can add people into files, and they brought that over to Google, Google Sheets. So... Um, and, and that's also on mobile as well, Adam, is that right? Yes, yeah, th this one is for mobile. So it's just um, uh, uh, streamlining, streamlining the, the mobile experience with the desktop experience just a little bit more. Yeah, that makes um, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, great. Um, and we got another, like you say, we got another Google Sheets update, haven't we? Right, next one. Uh, Google have launched offline printing to support users working in a uh, sheets with offline access. In addition, emojis and system fonts are now included in offline printing. This feature is only available to those using Google Chrome, so remember that. Um, as a reminder, your organization can encrypt sheets sheets files with workspace client-side encryption, which is an additional feature supported by offline printing. Oh, that's quite interesting. I didn't know about this client-side encryption. There's there's actually an update right at the end, a spoiler alert, that there's uh, an, an update around sort of encryption and things like that within admin. So um, maybe that's a bit relevant to what we were talking about earlier with that uh, update of client-side encryption. And I think this is becoming more and more of a requirement to sort of encrypt these files so that, that there is that extra security there for them not being read or not being broken into and also to comply with certain regulations uh, and it's very useful to have offline printing support uh, as well because um, you know that offline support on docs and sheets is very very useful when you're working without an internet connection uh, I didn't actually know that there wasn't the ability to print I must admit I've never been I thought something really similar too so I generally work online but mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I wasn't too sure ab about this one just because it says that you, you now can print offline. I thought you would have been able to print offline anyway, as long as you still have access to your printer. But um, mm. it's now supported. Yeah, okay. In, okay, in, in sheets. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, great. And um, what have we got next there, Evan? Uh, next up, this one is to do with Google Docs. So you can now uh, easily assign tasks from Google Docs on mobile. So it's another uh, mobile update. So earlier this year, Google made it easier for you to assign tasks in Google Docs. This uh, enables you to assign a checklist item to yourself or a colleague that will then show up in the assignee's tasks list. Uh, when edits are made to an assigned item in tasks, such as a change to the title, uh, due date, or complete uh, completion state, those updates will show in the doc and vice versa. And Google are excited to announce that this is now available uh, on the docs, Android, and iOS apps as well. Oh, that's fantastic. So again, just sort of like bringing those features that are in the desktop version across to mobile and the task assignment within Google Docs and, and Sheets is, is really, really excellent, especially when you're working as a team. You can kind of create a document and you can actually assign tasks to your colleague directly within that document. They'll get notified. You get notified when they've marked that task off. Uh, again, it's it's sort of this real advantage that Google has in its workflow of doing things on a day-to-day -day basis, whereas previously you'd have to maybe make a document, email somebody that document, tell them what to do, they would email you back, you might have tracked changes on. It's, it's very, very difficult with that. With, with Google, it's so much easier to just have the document in the cloud permanently and you assign those tasks within the document that pings through automatically to that person. They can go straight in, they can action those tasks. When they mark it off, you get pinged with a notification. It's saving you having to go into email constantly and email backwards and forwards to each other. Instead, Google's doing the work for you and just notifying you about those tasks and those changes. So that's great that that's available in mobile now, brilliant. Um, thank you, Adam, what's next? Up next, uh, this is a Google Drive update. So uh, trust rules in Google Drive are now generally available. So in July of 2022, Google announced an open beta for trust rules in Google Drive. Uh, beginning today, this feature will become available for eligible Google Workspace customers. So trust rules give admins more control over how files can be shared both within and outside of their organization. For example, um, admins can limit uh, which specific departments can access, uh, sorry, what specific departments can access versus other parts of their organization. Uh, so uh, to get started with this one, so um, for admins, eligible admins can enable this feature in the admin console by going to rules and then turn on trust rules. Okay, um, so that's that's interesting. So this is um, uh, a feature around kind of giving more, like you say, giving admins a bit more control over those files. It's something we've actually talked about in one of our previous updates, isn't it, of, I've said before how I quite like to have some extra reporting rules to see what the state of those files are, but it's very useful to have a little bit more control over who is able to access those specific files or sort of drilling down to those, like you say, those departments um, and, and how they can access that within the organization. So um, just to be clear there, sorry, because uh, I think we had a bit of a delay there, Adam. You were saying the for the end users, your admins trust rules would determine who can share and collaborate with drive files. Is that correct? Is that what that um, end user experience was? 
Yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, and I agree with you. So I, I think this is going to be particularly helpful for businesses. And so it, I can see how it's going to be really helpful, um, how you like, you can determine uh, what sh sharing specific files with departments. So you don't have to worry about um, the, the individuals, share it with, with the department instead. Yeah, absolutely. And and sort of having those controls there and those and those restrictions, because it is getting to the point where Google, you know, Google Drive is very good from an admin point of view of controlling the files. But it is sometimes a little bit limited where you find that there are those settings where you can either turn it on or you can turn it off. You can either allow everybody to share externally or nobody. So it's good to see that there's some extra sort of controls coming in there over who can and can't do that um, to to sort of keep that integrity of those files within Google Drive. Um, so who is this? I think it's a shorter list as to who this is available for. Is that right, Adam? Yes, so uh, a rapid release for this, uh, a full rollout for this should be complete by November the 8th. So that, that has been and gone already. So um, that's great. Uh, and this is going to be available to Google Workspace, uh, Enterprise Plus, Enterprise Standard, Education Plus, and Education Standard customers. Uh, it's not available for the Enterprise essentials customers but generally it is there for the enterprise and education customers yeah brilliant okay that's um that's great thank you adam um and moving on uh, what's our next one right uh, next up we have an update for gmail so the new gmail user interface is becoming the the standard experience for everyone so at the beginning of 2022, Google announced a new user interface and a customizable integrated view for Gmail, bringing critical applications like Gmail, Chat, Meet in one unified location. Starting this month, this user interface will become the standard experience for Gmail with no option to revert back to the original view. So sorry about it if you preferred the original view but this is going to be the new norm uh, with the new uh, user interface uh, users are still able to change their gmail theme inbox name and more through quick settings mm -hmm. the integrated view with gmail chat spaces and meet on the left side of the window will also become standard for users who have turned on chat uh, through quick settings you can customize uh, this new interface to include the apps most important to you, whether it's Gmail by itself or a combination of Gmail, chat, spaces, and meet. This makes it easier to stay on top of what's important and reduces the need to switch between various applications, windows, or tabs. With chat now available on the left, users will no longer have the option to configure chat on the right side of Gmail. Okay, so yeah, so just some user interface changes there. Um, I, I mean, I've been using the new version for quite a while now, and I have to say it's very easy to use. Um, the sort of views that they added in for chat and meet and things like that on the left-hand side, they're not obstructive, and it is very useful to have it all, as Google says, in one pane of glass where you just have that one tab open or that one window open and you've got your gmail you've got your chat you've got meet everything's sort of in in one place and i mean we find when we're going through using these applications i think you find as well adam you do just switch from one to the next to the next very seamlessly it's not it's not a big deal whether you're using chat on your phone and then you switch to chat 
on the app let's say on on mac and then you switch to it in your gmail it's it's really whatever's in front of you at the time which i think is really how people are using these devices now anyway definitely it's definitely how i'm using it yeah so yeah um, yeah uh, i don't really have any issue from going uh, from um going from one of the the applications to another whether it is on the web or my phone or or my ipad i, I use them on my ipad too um yeah it is generally quite a good um seamless experience yeah absolutely so i think having it all together on on gmail makes a lot of sense um and it, you know if anybody really doesn't want the chat and the spaces and the meet and things like that links on there it's quite nice that as you said you can go in and customize that and remove those if you um if you want to um so uh yeah please tell us when that's going to be available um adam i think it's going to be available very soon and i think again it's uh probably who it's not available for is a much shorter list isn't it Yes, so a uh, rapid release for this is starting, or started even, on November the 8th. Uh, scheduled release is starting on November the 29th, and this is not going to be available for Google Workspace Essentials customers. That's it. Great. So, so it will be available for, for, <laughs> for most people. Yeah, that's, um, that's great. Okay, and um, just to sort of preface on our last update here, um, Adam and I talked about this update and we wanted to be honest with you as, uh, as our listeners. We don't fully understand this, <laughs> this update because it's, it's just not something that we particularly use with our customers or, or we're familiar with. Um, but we did want to read out what the update was because uh, it may be useful to some of our listeners out there. They may use this um, aspect. And this is to do with um, encryption, client-side encryption, which we did talk about a bit earlier when we were talking about that update um, around Google Sheets. So, um, yeah, if you could give us this update, Adam, and we'll we'll do our best to flounder through what this actually means. <laughs> right, here we go. So, uh, so this is definitely a more of an admin update. So you can now use key migration to change or add key services for client-side encryption. So as, as Google continues to expand client-side encryption across Google Workspace products, they're introducing something called Google Migration, which allows admins to enable additional key services or change their existing key service. In both cases, built-in controls ensure key migrations are performed safely with support for backup key services and potential rollbacks. These ensure encrypted data remains inaccessible to Google and fidelity is maintained through the migration process. Client-side encryption gives admins direct control of their encryption keys and the identity service that they choose to authenticate for those keys. Google never has access to the keys, rendering the data indecipherable, which may help organizations meet regulatory compliance in many regions. This update gives admins the flexibility to perform key rotations that best suit their organizational policies, including having, having different key services or resolve key services availability issues. Customers can add a new key, assign it to an organizational unit or group, and migrate any content encrypted by the previous key to be encrypted by the new key. During this migration process, the new key is backed up by an existing key as a safeguard mechanism. Once customers are confident in the new key and have completed any migrations, they can remove the backup key. 
Uh, additionally, this release provides more, uh, more granular control for customers in maintaining their encryption keys by accommodating situations where they may choose to switch key service providers more from on-premises to a managed service and migrate encryption con encrypted content. Mm, okay, um, great. I, I, listening to this again, Adam, because we did talk about this before recording, um, listening to this again, I think I understand this a little bit better. I think this is mainly around people who are, or admins who are wanting to actually change the provider almost of their encryption keys um, and this is something which may be a requirement in your region or maybe a requirement for your organization to change the actual provider of your encryption keys and I think Google is just simply creating a migration pathway for people who are in that situation admins who are in that situation so that they can migrate from their existing key provider and their existing key service to a different one safely and without having that inter that risk of interruption of service and doing that in a safe way where there's those key backups um, and encryption key backups. So um, the other important factor here is like Google says, it's keeping the integrity of those encryption keys by saying that Google doesn't have any access to those encryption keys at any point and isn't able to uh, effectively decipher the information. So that is very, very useful for compliance in certain regions. We were talking about possibly GDPR compliance, but also around cyber uh, cyber compliance for insurance purposes or for certification uh, that you might have within your organization. So if you are in that situation, hopefully that will put your mind at ease having that new key migration service there. I think I've got that understanding right, Adam. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, hopefully yeah. we have understood that as well. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we've gotten that. Hopefully we've gotten that right. Um, good response, Adam. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, okay, what's the rollout on that? And who is a very, I think it's available for very few um, customers, because uh, it is a very high level sort of uh, um, update, isn't it? But who, when is that coming out? And who's that available for? So a rapid release and scheduled release is starting on November the 10th. And this is going to be available to Google Workspace, Enterprise Plus, Education Standard, and Education Plus customers. So uh, so just those three. Yeah, OK. Another, another interesting sort of mix of who they're making these high-level um, updates available for, because Enterprise Plus, definitely, I could understand that. It's interesting that education standard is in there as well, though, because you can really see that Google are trying to make sure that as much as possible, education institutions that need to comply with these regulations, because they're essentially government um, organisations, are able to do so, in this case, even if they're on education standards. So sort of Google effectively extending the olive branch there to help a bit with those education uh, customers that they don't need to be on the top tier of education whereas if you're a corporate client you do need to be on that top level to get that particular that particular update so that's quite interesting as to as to who they're making that available for
Okay, that's um, that's fantastic, Adam. Well, um, that is it. That is everything that you need to know about latest updates happening around Google Workspace. So hopefully you found that all very useful. Um, is a video version of this podcast available on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry seven, where you can see us in our non strawberry seven attire or our strawberry seven attire. If you watch one of our previous episodes, uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. And we'll be back again next Monday with more updates. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>